Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of No Content Podcast Christmas Edition, aka it's just happening. We're just recording number 88 on Christmas week, <laughs> and we're not really going to be talking about Christmas that much. But um, welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Pixel, as always, welcome back to you. How are you doing, man? Thank you. Thank you. Doing all right. You know what? Not only is it Christmas week, but mm. it's winter solstice today it is winter solstice and that would be a great time to plug and talk about <laughs> my music as well because we're just gonna go straight into this podcast we have lots of topics to cover so we don't want to idle about too much this is actually probably the most jam-packed uh i feel like things that we want to talk about or things we could talk about podcast for a while now i think i think a lot of times we just wing it or we find something 30 minutes before but there's been a lot of stuff that's happened this week um so yeah, yeah. but yeah today is officially winter solstice and uh, that is the name of my uh album if you guys didn't hear from the last podcast or if you're new to this podcast as well i do have dmca free music that you guys can check out the links are in the description of your podcast as well it's dmca free for all content creators or non-content creators like it's called winter solstice it's a 10 album or 10 track album and uh, more music coming soon, TM, <laughs> um, <laughs> as well as other announcements regarding the music as well. So go check it out. Um, also, kind of the springboard off of that, I wanted to thank just everyone who's listening to the podcast or watching the podcast right now. Um, it's been only a week since the podcast has been out. And um, as a first release, like I think I said this before on previous podcasts, but I was expecting like maybe a thousand listens or like a hundred listens or whatever. Um, the podcast has actually been listened to, or sorry, the music has actually, the album. Yeah. It's so (laughs) weird. I have to like talk like as if I'm a music guy now, it's kind of weird. I'm not used to it still. (laughs) Um, the album has actually hit 4,000 listens, actually 4.6 K listens or streams on Spotify, Nice. as well as about 2.2 K listens on iTunes. So it's pretty insane. That's like 6,000 listens, 7,000 listens or whatever. My goal with this is um let's get to 10,000 listens or at least at least some of the tracks because here's the thing spotify basically when it says how many listens the song has it says under a thousand um and so i want it to be over a (laughs) thousand you know what i mean so i can look cooler (laughs) to people checking out my music um but no uh it's been one week and we've had four point uh six point six basically listens through all platforms uh which has been pretty wild to me so uh, thank you guys for that. I really appreciate that. As always, um, let content creators know or streamers know. Um, I, I realized that I wasn't being shameless enough because a bunch of friends actually were like, hey, is the album released yet? And I feel like the, I got 30,000 impressions, I think, on the Twitter. So I'm surprised people didn't see it. But there's still people out there that don't know about it. Um, but yeah, you should go check it out and uh, give it a listen. That's a lot of li- That's a lot of time spent listening to that album. That is a lot. Because the runtime's like 20 minutes. Though. And then, you know, assuming that they listen to the whole album mm-hmm. or whatever, which it seems that it does. I, I'm glad to see that. Like, so I think it's like the most popular song that's been streamed so far only has about 45 more listens to 100 more listens than the rest of the album. So I'm I'm really glad to actually see that where like people are kind of just grabbing mm-hmm. the whole album and just putting it into a playlist or whatever it might be. So yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, so it's been pretty cool. Shouts to Pixels always. If you guys didn't know, he was the one who created the art, and will probably continue to do the art going forward as long as he has time. So, uh, thanks for the art as always, Pixel. I think we've had some pretty. Mm-hmm. I think we had some pretty cool. I got a lot of DMs with people asking me, "Oh, who made your art? Um, who made this? Who made that? You know what I mean?" And it was kind of cool. Oh yeah. So that's I cool. plugged you, and so hopefully that helps out as well. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really, really awesome to hear that, you know, it's gotten such positive feedback. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, once again, if you guys do take a listen to the album or listen to it on Spotify, um, I would highly recommend one of two things, or a few things, actually. One, you guys can make your own playlist and drag the songs into there. Um, two, you can actually follow me as an artist on Spotify. And what that will do, and I think there's about 20, 25 people following me currently on the artist page. But um, what that will do is every time I release new music, you'll get notified within the Spotify app or through email if you have that enabled, that new music is out. Um, so you'll be able to like, you know, spring for that really quickly or whatever as well. Uh, lastly, too, the artist page does have an official playlist where I'll just be adding all my music and future releases into that playlist. So hopefully, eventually, in the next coming months or year, we'll have like a huge like 100, 200 song playlist or something. That you guys can just kind of all take a listen to so um but yeah um yeah thank you guys i really appreciate it it's, it's been crazy i feel like it ha it's been longer than a week since the music's been out you know what i mean yeah it's like it feels like we've traversed like a huge amount of time in the past weeks just so much has been going on yeah and like you know, personal and feeling? not and yeah it's crazy yeah it's just like like whenever your day is filled with stuff it feels like time slows down and it feels like things just warp yeah and your your perception of time just like it, it stretches yeah for sure um i guess the next thing to kind of talk about too um which is pretty exciting is um after months and months of talking about it i'm finally getting a new car <laughs> so um <laughs> that's pretty sick the meme in my you know i was debating actually getting a tesla but i decided against it or whatever um, me and Pixel are going to be blood brothers and I'm going to get hit or I'm going to get the same car that he has. Um, but I'm getting a Honda Civic, uh, hatchback. Um, I, I was kind of leaning towards it at the beginning because I did want to modify it a bit, but I ended up so, so weird coincidence of things. Okay. So, um, the guy that I was talking to watches Twitch. And then I found out a few hours ago that the guy who is my sales guy at the dealership is my best friend from high school's older brother what but so my friend from high school we were the same age but then he had an older brother like maybe like 15 years older than him so i never really interacted with him because he was obviously out of the house but uh -huh. i noticed this guy's last name and i was like that's a pretty uncommon name like hey by any chance do you know like a kevin he's like oh he's my brother i don't mind doxing the guy um but he's like yeah uh -huh. he's my brother I was like, oh that's my best friend from high school like, I, I don't think I ever met his older brother, though. So it's kind of a weird coincidence. But Oh, that's really cool. Found out the guy watches Twitch. Found out that he's somehow related to my old high school friend. And, uh, yeah, he ended up giving me, like, a pretty sick deal. Um, like, a four-digit number off of the car. So um, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely something that's worth it. And I think I've talked about it to uh, my stream and stuff. But I'm driving a 2000 five 2006 corolla so when that car was released there was no automatic windows or automatic locks as well <laughs> as no bluetooth so even just getting those three things in the car is like this is a sick car so yeah, anything yeah, it's, other it's than that upgrade. yeah anything uh, after that i'm happy with you know what i mean like anything after mm -hmm. that i'm happy with. like oh digital cluster that's cool i guess heated seats oh that's cool i guess moonroof that's cool i guess like i don't care you know what i mean like it's just all dope so already yeah, it's like yeah. oh this is worth it Oh man, it's gonna be such a like huge upgrade. Once you get into that car, it's gonna feel like uh, you're like you'd be sitting in like a spaceship or something. Yeah, like that. and now I'm gonna that's have to. Yeah, like. and my steering wheel didn't even have buttons on it, so there's like 87 buttons on this thing. So I definitely know what you mean by feeling like a spaceship. 
<laughs> so this everywhere buttons everywhere you have a screen in the middle like oh man it's gonna it's gonna be great yeah it will be great breaking so the sad thing is if you guys didn't know if you guys aren't car people there is a break-in period with your cars and they're anywhere usually between 500 miles to a thousand miles so it'll be great just driving off the lot at 10 miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> you have to be really really gentle with really it. really gentle the first drive like grandma <sighs> yep <laughs> i'm not i'm not looking forward to that i'm not looking forward to that at all um also my bank's already yelling at me because i bought a ton of accessories for it because i'm thinking i'm just gonna car i'm gonna literally carbon fiber the whole thing so <laughs> really i think well, so what are you gonna cover uh dash like, is gonna uh, be carbon fire. dash is gonna be carbon fire fibered um i already got a friend who's going to help me replace the wheel on the honda the steering wheel on my honda civic with the honda civic r wheel they're they're interchangeable oh okay you can actually get the type <laughs> r racing wheel so i'm gonna switching that out uh all other floor mats carbon fibering the handles uh the door handles as well and uh the clusters and stuff like that Wow, you're really tricking this thing out. Yeah, and then I'm removing the um, exhaust limiter eventually. So it, can, <laughs> nice. it can have like a better... Apparently, it, taking out the exhaust limiter makes it so that the car gets more horsepower and a better, better mileage, actually. Very cool. Yeah, so. I've, I've read that it's really easy to tune a Civic. Like, it's basically yeah. just plugging it in into the, um, what is it, the uh, OBD plug mm -hmm. and just like flashing it, and that's it. it it's, it's super easy from what I've read. Oh, it's it's super easy. The problem is, is that if your engine ever has any problems, uh, they won't fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that is the, very true. That's the only problem. But the thing is, I'm most so. The other thing is, I have a friend who owns a mechanic shop, so <laughs> and a custom <laughs> shop. So my my plan is to maybe wait until the car is out of warranty to do that. But there's other ways you can flash the software without actually making it read on the computer. But anyway, enough about me. Uh, more about this week. Christmas. Christmas is happening. I felt like it would be kind of weird if we didn't mention this or whatever, um, since we both <laughs> celebrate Christmas in some type of regards or even just the holiday season. But I feel like there's nothing much to say about this topic. I just wanted to mention it because I would feel weird that we didn't mention it. Yeah, and now we've mentioned Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> it. So, like, yeah, any plans for you? Any cool plans you're doing, Pixel? Anything that that is you know any special events any any presents you think you're getting anything you're getting for you know anything you, you're expecting it i already bought you a christmas present so you did yes yeah. and i so. need to get you one as well <laughs> <laughs> got him you don't have to but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so like the big thing that i want to do on christmas is just like make a just a really nice meal for myself like i don't normally do this like i don't, I don't normally like go all out but i tend to like do something special like you you've seen the the stuff that i made for thanksgiving but like are you gonna I stream like it a, uh the cooking of it convince him uh podcast or whatever <laughs> convince him podcast get him get pixel to do an irl stream yeah, on your you phone it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of standing next to an oven like waiting for my roast to finish that's basically <laughs> basically everything um so like I, I want to do like a seitan roast. Um, I want to do like a like green bean casserole, uh, just mashed potatoes. Like th th these aren't things that I just normally make. Right. You know, or just send me normally. some of the food. 
<laughs> I'll just like FedEx it to you. No worries. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But um, but yeah, um, I got Pixel Present. I don't even. What did I get? I forgot what I got you. To be honest, I got you the software. I got Pixel programming software so that he can work on my album better. <laughs> it was all a five head plan. I, is it called Maya? I bought you Maya, yeah. right? A year a year subscription to Maya. So Maya, that was my yeah. Christmas present to Pixel this year. It is that is a crazy present. Last honestly, year I just sent him a text message that said, You're still my friend, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so this year I decided to get him something less important, but something that would be pretty useful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Ryan was just like, here, enjoy the clout that comes with being my friend. <laughs> and then I was like, wanna go to some parties and then COVID happened. Yep. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. It's never, never gonna, gonna, gonna happen. happen. Never gonna happen. Chat feels bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, Christmas is pretty relaxed for me, to be honest. Um, we're not really doing much here, obviously, because of COVID. But even before that, it was usually just uh, dinner with my family. But my aunt and uncle are in an assisted living place, so obviously we can't go up there. So they're not, you know, they're gonna people chill. But um, I have to kind of keep quiet. So sorry if you, if stream if recording can't hear this very well, but. I ended up getting my daughter um, like a really, really nice like watercolor like art set thing that like comes in like the sick box that like opens up to like four levels or whatever. So I ended cool. up getting her that. And then I also got her like a standing desk like vanity mirror thing that she's been wanting. So I got her that also. And then for my dad, um, who's asleep right now, um, I didn't know what to get him, but I ended up getting him a um, like... So he does a lot of like reading on his chair and he he's using a like this metal tray from like the 1980s <laughs> that you eat frozen dinners on. <laughs> like literally that's what it says it does. And it's like made out of like tin um to do his <laughs> studies. So I bought him a really nice like sitting desk thing. Like it's like a mahogany wood. It's custom built. It's from Etsy. But it's like a custom built wow. like mahogany wood thing. Like there's a thing where you can put like an iPhone. There's like an iPhone holder with like a little thing in there, or like a phone holder, so you can like plug. He can plug his Pixel phone into it, and then there's like a little thing that actually prompts with the book, and then has enough room for like his notebook and stuff because he likes to take notes when he's reading. Um. So yeah, I got him that. So. Very cool. Yeah. That sounds really awesome. So, that's that's what I got. I don't think I. I honestly don't ask for much, so usually my dad just gets me a Starbucks gift card, even though I don't really drink Starbucks. So then it ends up just going to other people. I mean, I'm technically buying myself a car, so good Christmas, nice you know, good, you know, good, good, good Christmas overall, good Christmas overall. But yeah, that is, I guess, our Christmas time <laughs> or whatever. I mean, I I don't know what else to call it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, now that I think of it, I haven't actually thought about what to get myself. Yeah, cheat yourself, Pixel. I I haven't actually, yeah, I did that completely slipped my mind. I'm like, I didn't even consider like getting anything. Yeah, no, for sure. What, what, should, I get? what should I get? I don't know. Here, here's the thing with me, right? If I want something at my age, I just buy it. <laughs> and the amount <laughs> of true. stuff that I buy at this point is not that often. You know what I mean? So the, the problem <laughs> is um, that I just don't really, by the time my holidays come up, I don't, just don't really buy myself anything. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Yeah, if I if I do want something, I just get it. Like I don't need to yeah. wait for a specific day to get myself something. Yeah. So it, it it's just hard. It's just hard for me to like just I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what you should get. <laughs> to be honest, I, I think I said this before on this podcast. But one of the things too is that I end up just literally 
researching something for like eight months and then I never buy it. So like I know like the ins and outs of like a Tesla before I've even sat in a Tesla and I'm not even buying a Tesla or I'll look at phones for like months and research it or I'll look at this or that. And then it's just more of like the research process or the review process and being, oh, that's really cool. And then I'll mm -hmm. end up just not buying it. So the Civic, I did the same thing. I feel like I know more about the car than you do and I don't even own it yet. <laughs> But I mean, so for me with big purchases like that, and what I consider a big purchase is anything over like a hundred bucks, to be honest, you know? So yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Like even with my shoes, like I did like so much research on my shoes that like, and then I finally pulled the trigger on them like three months later. But I don't know. What, what do you need? Are you a practical guy or are you a clutter guy? Cause I'm not a clutter guy. So that's the, so we need to get that off the straight off the bat right now. So I would buy yeah. something that's useful, not necessarily something that's aesthetic, as you can see by the background of my sh of my uh, of my camera <laughs> as well. I don't really care to have like paintings hanging up or statues or toys or something just kind of cluttering my my room up. Right. So for me, yeah. it's more of like a usefulness thing rather than a, you know, a thing that you should yeah, like, but... you know, yeah, decorate like, with. I, I, I'm the same way. Like if I want to buy something, I, I need to know that it's, you know, useful. That mm. it's something that I'm going to use like all the time, or that like it just makes sense to buy. Right. Um, so like I, I definitely don't buy a lot of things just for like pure aesthetic. Mm. Um, it has to have like some sort of use. So I'm definitely more like a practical kind of person. Mm -hmm. What about so, Himalayan salt scrub infused with collagen and stem st stem cell natural, and then it cuts off? I'm literally just looking at the top top gifts. <laughs> Ooh, that what about a spice auto measuring carousel auto measuring carousel apparently you like push this little button and it's like the labels are like eight ounces four ounces teaspoon and then you just press a button and it dispenses the stuff into your hand oh That's get a neck cool. massager like oh like one of those shiatsu like neck massages yeah because you're gonna be working like if you work from home you can just like kind of chill get a neck massager hmm yeah maybe oh you, or you know what else is really useful instapot instant pots are pretty good dude Instapot's pretty cool i don't have a pressure cooker yeah so that might be maybe. good that might be good let me i'm literally just scrolling through this thing maybe i was thinking about like just getting a new chair to be honest because actually mm, like this yeah, one's kind of falling apart yeah, like get a the, new chair. the armrest has a hole in it like uh the seat is like actually coming apart yeah okay <laughs> so a chair. i thought about doing a chair Oh yeah, gift yourself a larger sofa. Because you're gonna break that after all the showcases that we do. Oh no! <laughs> do that as Just, well. Just like swap it until this thing breaks, and then like get a new one. Yeah, and then we can sell it on stream. <laughs> Pixels flop couch. Who wants to be the first bid? Yeah, exactly. Uh, donate subs right now if you want to be on the list for it, chat. It'll be really good. <laughs> but uh, no, anyway. Um, I mean, oh, Donald Trump chia pet. I don't think I want that in my house. Okay, that, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking at this stuff. Anyway, um, moving on. I mean, Merry Christmas to everyone. If you guys do celebrate the holidays, hopefully it's a good time. Um, you know, um, I'll probably be around on stream, to be honest. But uh, no, it should be a good time. I mean, like I said, for me, nothing really changes, to be honest, at least in my family. My family tradition is... We usually just go out somewhere nice to eat and then come back. So I don't know like what your holiday traditions are, Pixel. I'm assuming you like go visit family and do the same, I'm assuming. 
Yeah, like uh, usually I would just go visit family and then we just go out and eat. Mm. Like Christmas was one of those days where we'd always just go out and eat somewhere. And, you know, mm -hmm. like Chinese restaurants are the places that are always open on like every single holiday. And so that's what we do. We go out and get like um, dim sum or like we'd go to a banquet rest a restaurant. Right. Or spread. Right. Um, and that, that was like our just Christmas tradition. Yeah. Um, just eating out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It, it's weird seeing like all my friends have these like traditions where like everyone woke up in their PJs and stuff like that and like did like a white elephant gift exchange. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Not my, not my style, but it is what it is. Anyway, moving on again, we have a bunch of topics to cover, like I mentioned at the top of this podcast, that we kind of want to get through. And uh, I don't know, Pixel, choose one from the list, and uh, we could just kind of go from there and just boomer yell at everything, So, which I'm excited for. Yeah. You know what? I think the biggest, well, one of the biggest things that happened over the weekend was ludwig's uh smash tournament true something that we needed to talk about and that we've been advertising a lot, a lot so did you watch any of it i did i got to watch part of it nice you got to watch the ending and uh like it you know whenever i watch smash i'm just like i can't believe these people are moving so fast yeah like register what's going on yeah it's pretty crazy and i don't understand how i can register what's going on like i can understand it pretty well now but really crazy tournament i think the um total amount for the tournament at this point is two hundred and sixty one thousand dollars. so um yeah so just for clarification the number one tournament of all time in smash history was eighty nine thousand or eighty five thousand. sorry so this was by far the biggest smash tournament all the money went to charity pretty insane um i if nintendo wasn't a bunch of jerks i feel like using slippy is definitely the future of this game it's the only way it's ever going to survive really like yeah it, I think the future is in like these third-party tools that can let you continue playing it Just yeah without it, I, mean, I don't know it, it could be it could be possible that like you know you could i mean it's going to get to the point where you are not going to be able to run melee i think like all the hardware is going to die and you're yeah. not going to be left so like it has to be moved to another platform where you can keep on playing it right you know the, these game cubes uh, or whatever like they don't last forever right yeah no for sure and it's it's a uh, it's yeah at this point it's pretty crazy i mean the latency on there seemed virtually like nothing from when i was watching the stream or whatever and i know there's been a lot of lsf clips of like fighting games where there's been lag too so i mean i don't know how one guy was able to do this but uh, it was a pretty cool. It was a pretty cool tournament. Pretty standard fare. Uh, Mango took the whole thing. Mango took the whole tournament or whatever. Uh, with Zane being up there as well as number two or whatever. Zane's a super super good player as well. Uh, I don't think you can undercut him. Wizrobe was up there as well, who's also considered like a very good player. Um, also, um, you know, it was a pretty standard fare tournament. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I think the one thing that kind of is missing, and I don't think it's anything on Ludwig's part or whatever, and I think it's just kind of different when you do an online tournament or whatever, and I don't know why this is, but it seems like when the tournament is online, the tournament is either really, really, really unprofessional or really, really, really professional. And I think this one hit, like, you know, it was pretty professional, um, and I appreciate that. But I, I did wish that, like, you know, one of the things I miss about fighting tournaments is, like, obviously being there IRL. 
like you you know there's yeah. face cams with the players you can see them like pop off and stuff when they win uh you, you know arguments mm-hmm. happen there's like the commentary like afterwards or like in between sets and like you didn't really have that vibe but i mean like i don't think that's really the fault of like ludwig himself or the people he brought on the casters i just think it's just the whole tournament in general um mm-hmm. like just being online it's just different yeah, it, it would have been like, oh, it wouldn't be cool if they had like a camera on themselves while they were playing, like, you know, just like having a separate stream for that. But mm-hmm. like, eh, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's just kind of like the nature of just having an online tournament in this sort of like, you know, atmosphere. So I'm just glad that we had it, you know, yeah. period. So like, it was it was fun. Like, it was a crazy two day long event. Like, so many people were in this yeah, I feel like anyone who is anyone was in it, except Swedish people, feels bad. <laughs> EU got EU got no love, unfortunately. I mean, there's not many EU players left besides Leffen. Armada is just totally retired now, and mm-hmm. I think even Chillin' dude's retired now too. Like, I don't, I I follow him, and he wasn't even like I don't I don't know if he entered. I'm not sure. I didn't watch get get to catch the whole thing, but I know he was doing. Like, I know Armada for sure wasn't in it. Muti King wasn't in it for sure because they were both playing like different games while it was going on, like completely different games. Oh wow! Like Armada was speed running, and Muti King was playing Final Fantasy VII, and I think Chillin' Dude was also speed running like Mario sixty four or something. So. Really? That's really interesting that they didn't even, like, just participate. No, I think they're just kind of, like, they're just kind of not past their prime, but they're just kind of past, you know, wanting to play, which makes sense. But, I mean, they still have, like, a pretty big legacy to, you know, I think they'll always have, like, a pretty huge legacy um, with, like, Mm -hmm. the whole um, Smash documentary and stuff like that kind of showcasing them, just that time period or that era or whatever. So I think mm-hmm. overall, great tournament. Um, definitely go watch it. I think it's on VODs, and I'm pretty sure Ludwig will probably cut it up to be a YouTube video <laughs> as well. Oh, it'll be great. You know, yeah. Be yeah, for sure. So um, the next thing that I kind of wanted to talk about here is um, before we kind of get into, I guess, the controversy or the controversial stuff where we can kind of just like shake our fists you know at stuff is um yeah at the sky but i kind of want to talk about both the both both of these things but on the same day blood for dead the spiritual successor to left for dead one and two by turtle rock studios um was Mm -hmm. released uh in alpha and (laughs) diablo immortal (laughs) was also released in alpha so i kind of wanted to take the time to talk Mm -hmm. about both these games um to be fair I don't know which one you've watched more, Pixel. I checked out Diablo Immortal more because I was like, I'm going to play this game on stream for the memes. Um, Mm -hmm. Blood for Dead, I did not check out. Um, For people wondering why, though, um, apparently Valve owns the trademark Left for Dead, so they had to kind of change the name on it. But did you watch any of the Blood for Dead gameplay, Pixel, um, at all? Mm -hmm. Or did it kind of just kind of sail past you? It really just kind of sailed past me. I saw it, I was like, oh, this is Left for Dead, but why they call it? blood for dead it's from i because like it's from the same developers as the ones that created left for dead Mm -hmm. i believe yep and i was like really confused as to why they changed the name so i was like okay this is kind of like weird i don't know if this is like supposed to be some sort of like knockoff or something why are they doing this right why didn't they do left for dead 3 or is it just like the meme where you know valve can't count the three like what is this yeah so it's um, basically like the left for dead team got bought out or valve bought out turtle rock for the first two games and then basically just let them go but then kept their tra- uh-huh. kept their trademark so 
the people making Blood for Dead are the original team that made Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, but Valve owns a trademark to Left 4, uh, Left 4 Dead, so they cannot call it Left 4 Dead. They had to call it something else. Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, a, a couple of things that I kind of noticed right off the bat, and then um, I guess we can go to uh, your input as well. But a couple of things I noticed off the bat is that it, it plays like Left 4 Dead, from what we know. If you guys have never played Left 4 Dead before, because you're not boomers, um, it <laughs> is four human players playing cooperatively, and then you have four other people on the opposite team playing as monsters, basically, or like super zombies, um, who can you know stop the other four from playing. It goes into a round type of thing. Currently in the alpha, there are three rounds that can be played. And uh, yeah, so why play what is the difference right it's been 10 years since left 4 dead 2 10 years plus okay. why play blood for dead now here's the thing that i wanted to kind of boomer fist myself at um there's okay. there's changes there's a lot of changes and i think that these are foundationally important to bring up with the game in left 4 dead 1 and 2 you could choose from four different characters that all had their different voice lines and different characteristics and things they said but they all operated essentially the same so it didn't matter if you chose um, Lewis or if you chose Zoe. They both could use shotguns. They both could use whatever. Now there is a new mechanic in the game where you can actually physically customize, physically cosmetically customize your character as well as change their stats. <laughs> and this is where I boomer fist myself. So there is a card system within the game where you can open up basically loot boxes or loot packs or whatever to give enhancements to your character. At the start of every game, three cards are randomly drawn from a deck of, uh, I believe, 12 cards. And these cards have stuff like you will heal someone faster. You will pick someone up faster. Your shotgun will do more damage. Your AOE will do more damage. Uh, you have an AOE type of spread uh, with your character. You attract zombies more. You take less damage from zombies. You take no fall damage. Stuff like that. At the end of every round, you will then pick another card. If your whole team wipes, at least uh, if your whole team full wipes, you'll get to pick another card as well. So um, that you'll have decks for humans as you will for zombies. So this will kind of add uniqueness to the playstyle of your characters and maybe even cause more of a relevant type of meta with the characters themselves. Because you could be a support character or you can be a tanky type of character. And this is where I boomer fist shake my fist in the air because this obviously screams microtransactions. Very much so. Yeah, so what I've what I've read so far is that Back for Blood is free to play. So that Correct. means that everything is going to be supported by microtransactions, purchases, you mm -hmm. know, the whole nine yards. It seems to be like the it's it's par for the course. You, you see a lot of games today they're free to play and you know it's it's almost like an expectation in a lot of ways um so you're gonna see a, probably a lot of similar stuff like fortnite you're gonna see battle passes you're gonna see cosmetics you're gonna see purchases for so many different things yeah um so that is yeah i i am uh, expecting <laughs> that at this right. point it's gonna be cosmetics and all sorts of dlc now, see, the thing that I don't like about this, let's just take out, if we can take out just the monetization features within this game, whatever. I get it, it's 2020, this is just how games are, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you how you look at these things, right? My big issue with all of this, to be honest with you, um, is the fact that I liked how in Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, the meta kind of revolved around just 
playing the game and your play style of the game. So yes, it didn't really matter, mm -hmm. but yes, you would have tanks. Yes, you would have healers. Yes, you would have someone covering the flank. Yeah. But now it's like there's little roll queue essentially or rules that you can do it. And my fear is that it's just going to be a balancing nightmare. Right, so some card is going to be super overpowered. Maybe it's a pay-to-win card. Maybe it's a card that you get from free loot boxes. Whatever it might be, but there is going to be a card or set of cards that you need to get. And maybe it's going to be really, really hard to get past a certain level because you have to have, I don't know, three heal cards and a shotgun card or something. That's my whole <laughs> big issue with that, where it will be less on the playstyle of uh, the individual player uh, as opposed to the passives that are granted to players. So I'm hoping that these cards... Yeah aren't that big of a deal but if the game is free to play i fear that it's going to be a big deal it could it could turn into like pay to win like you know if you're it could turn into some almost like a deck building game right where, like you know, there's a meta build you have to build towards it and you have to like buy packs in order to like actually get this this meta set or whatever it is so i i think that is where i kind of draw the line when it comes to microtransactions like if it ends up affecting gameplay in in that kind of way i i really really don't like it right you know it, like i mean Hearth, hearthstone is one thing that's just basically the nature of the game like any kind of tcg mm -hmm. um, that's kind of just like the nature of it but this it, it feels weird it feels weird that it's kind of like shoehorned in there and that you know you have to almost pay for competitiveness especially right. in team games. like if, if like if you're not pulling your weight you're like bringing the team down and like it, it it almost like makes you obligated to pay more money to be competitive you know right like you know how call of duty would do their leveling system where you would kind of just like play the game and then you would you would slowly unlock stuff like uh, additional custom class slots or yeah. red red dots or whatever for your guns i almost wish that they just did that and then maybe after like a certain while it's like it's very hard to gain xp and maybe you're paying for like an xp boost or something like that but at least something where you can at least play the game and eventually like just get further or whatever even if there was like a two times xp bonus or whatever i feel like that's still better than what they're doing which is like here's this sorry here's this deck of cards um good luck and then also rng of pulling those cards at the right time <laughs> i don't know it doesn't yeah. seem good but i haven't played it yet so i want to play it before i really go okay this game sucks or this game's whatever yeah i i know we're kind of just like you know shooting in the dark here mm -hmm. it, it could change i mean, I mean this is i mean to be though. fair this is like an initial impressions type of thing true yeah you know and yeah it's a it's it's very much just at, like out of concern like oh i don't know about this like it's a spiritual successor i i i personally i don't want this game to fail because i want to play it i love oh Left yeah Dead. i love love for you know like, you and i are going to be playing it for sure for sure like when it comes yeah, out like, I, like, I, yeah i love the series it's just like i i'm concerned that like i'm not gonna have fun if i'm gonna like have to you know pay for all of these like basically deck building you know metas strategies yeah so no for sure yeah for sure um um as of right now that by the way the alpha is done so this is just a very early testing phase or whatever um they sent out keys to basic content creators as well as people who signed up very early for the game so um obviously we'll play it once it comes out it's gonna be free to play so we'll see how that goes as well um don't really want to beat a dead horse on that but this is kind of just initial thoughts that i had um Kind of next up, kind of moving on from that, Diablo Immortal. 
oh, yeah. was kind of randomly announced, and that is also in alpha as well. Um, but it is also totally released. Or so here's the thing: it's alpha for everyone who's not in Australia. Basically, it's still alpha, but uh, okay, <laughs> it's closed alpha, <laughs> invite only for people outside of Australia. But if you do live in Australia for some reason, or if you have a way to somehow travel to Australia, I'm not suggesting anything. Um, you can also download the game there as well if you live there, etc. Um, also, I'm not going to get into it, but there's like a very good 10-minute video that Skillup made about why games are released early in Australia and New Zealand. And it's because they have the kind of same demographic as like America and the rest of the world. Hmm. Um, but that it's like a smaller sample size and stuff like mm -hmm. that and more contained. That's why they usually they're released over there. It's a very interesting video. We'll go watch it. But anyway, Diablo Mortal is out. It is still out. You can technically still play it as of right now, the recording of this podcast, and there are people actually streaming it. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, Pixel. Let's, let's, let's talk about this game and kind of try to give it a fair review. We all know the memes. We already know all that type of stuff. The you know, Hopefully you yeah, guys have yeah. phones and all that type of stuff. Um initial thoughts once again neither of us have played the game as well so i just want to throw that out there i did watch a couple of people play it though but initial thoughts for you pixel ah uh, man if, if i didn't really look at like the mechanics very deep i would say it looks pretty decent like looking mm. at the art it's great you know it's it's all from blizzard so you know it's going to be like fantastic art mm -hmm. um looks pretty responsive i mean like on the surface level it looks pretty cool i mean i haven't really delved very deep into it but i feel like there are some mechanics issues that are going to also like you know throw a wrench into things it might feel a little on uh, i don't know it, it feels weird i think you might know more about this but like mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a little worried I, it looks great it looks it, it'll probably play nicely you know there's like all that auto targeting stuff if you're not really like into you know um you know being more hardcore with your playthrough or whatever mm -hmm. um but beyond that i i have heard something about the mechanics like upgrading items and things like that i mm -hmm. think uh, you might know more about this yeah so we can talk a little bit about this but um so there's a couple of things that um uh so there's a couple of things that kind of are red flags to me. So for currently the beta right now, I believe the max level is 45. I personally have not seen any streamer hit 45 yet, and some of them are playing it very consistently or whatever. Um, the game for a mobile game looks really smooth. It looks really good. Everything looks pretty well. Um, <clears throat> a couple things to note about the game is that it will only be for mobile. Apparently this is something that Blizzard is very keen about. I don't know how they're going to block this or anything like this, but they are. Gonna, it seems like they're going to try their hardest is to make this make it so that it's not on an emulator um i don't know how that's going to work etc the game is going to be totally free to play as well with microtransactions which is something that we're going to talk about very shortly or whatever um right off the bat the game is definitely in my opinion from just looking at the playthrough watching video footage of the game and kind of listening to other commentators after i kind of made my decision and they mentioned this too it's definitely a diablo 3.5 um, it's not taking anything from Diablo 2. It's basically taking sets from Diablo 3. Um, there are rifts, greater rifts, just like with um, Diablo 3. 
Um, the skills and stuff like that seem to be pulled from Diablo 3 as well. Um, it is also kind of MMO light. And what I mean by this is it's kind of playing like a Destiny. So your hometown hub is always going to be Westmarch. And from Westmarch, um, you will be there and you can interact with other players within the world. I don't know to what degree. It's Blizzard, so you probably can't talk to them. But there'll be people, you know, running around and stuff like that. And apparently you can queue up with them or make, uh, make that type of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. From what I understand, too, the game is going to be solo or sorry, not solo. The game is going to be self-found only. There's going to be no way to trade things. Um, kind of. <laughs> but there's no, at least, player-to-player uh, player player interaction where you walk up to a player, you offer a trade, or you drop stuff and they can pick mm -hmm. it up, etc. There's none of that. Uh, the game definitely looks and feels like a Diablo 3.5. Uh, so if you haven't played Diablo 3 in a while, go check it out. It's gotten a lot better, but if that's not your type of playstyle, you may already be uninterested in the game. Um, a couple of things that kind of um, and that come up, though. Um, so, one, there is a leveling system or progression system with every single item. This is very akin to, in my opinion, other microtransaction games like Summoner's War or Raid Shadow Legends, where you literally put gold into rolling a piece of armor to get its stats higher. And the higher the stats, the more likely it is to fail to upgrade. So there is that possibility. You can also earn or pay for extra rerolls called reforging. Uh, reforge stones for extra rerolls on an item property or purchase specialized reforge stones, which allow you to focus on the item properties you want the most. So already we're looking at possibly pay to win aspects here, in my opinion. You want intelligence, <laughs> use a reforge stone and hopefully it rerolls to uh, intelligence or get a specialized reforge stone specifically for intelligence and maybe you're guaranteed to for sure get it or not get it. Um, there is also confirmed a battle pass within the game with both a free and paid track. This will get you crafting materials, more gold, more items, etc. Um, so keep that in mind. That is in the game as well. Um, lastly, there is also a currency in Diablo 4 um, for a couple of things. So there's three types of currency. There's gold, which drops from enemies, chests, and other lootables in the world of Sanctuary. It cannot be purchased or traded. It must be earned through gameplay. Gold can be used for things like upgrading your items and purchasing randomized gear from NPC vendors. Platinum can be earned through daily gameplay activities. There are daily quests in the game, which is really weird. They're kind of like bounties in Diablo 3. Uh, and they can be, uh, or they can be purchased with real money. Players can obtain platinum by selling items via the market. We'll get to shortly. And platinum is used for activities such as exchanging goods on the market or crafting charms, uh, which is the thing that we just talked about, those, those reforges. And the last thing are external or eternal orbs. These are acquired with real money only and can be used for purchasing platinum as well as other items such as the battle pass, specialized reforged stones, crests, and cosmetics. Crests are greater rift keys. So crests you can use in a rift to augment the rift to possibly get better loot. The only way to get those is through the battle pass or through paying with real money. Um, and then there's also a marketplace. They say that this is not a Diablo 3 real money auction house. Player exchange has been part of Diablo's history. The market connects anonymous buyers and sellers with no ability to cash out. There are limits to what can and cannot be put in the market. While it would be possible, source of certain materials, supplementary items, and legendary gems, it is not a place to acquire gear. It's also a way for players, including those who choose to never make an in-game purchase, to exchange items they find for additional in-game currency. It's an auction house, <laughs> in my opinion. You're just not auctioning. 
It's a it's a it's a Craigslist classified ad with no low balls and firm price. You put up it a piece of gold. gear and you say, "Yo, I want gold, or I want this, or I want this." Here you go. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, at least it's not a real money auction house. That's where it gets a little like, ugh. right? I, that was like the, one of the worst ideas they ever put into Diablo. But like, right, at least it's not that. Right. So really, you're just like putting real money into it instead of getting real money out. So basically, it's Hearthstone. You're basically putting real money in and getting non-tangible digital items that you can't even sell right, or have yeah. real world value for. I mean, I don't know how yeah, people yeah. feel about that, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a mobile game. I think that like it's it's almost standard at this point. It's it's something that like I I have yet to see a mobile game that charges like forty to sixty dollars and does no microtransactions. Yeah. Um. So. I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, so unfortunately, like with a game like this, of this caliber, like the amount of money they probably poured into this, yeah, they're probably going to have a lot of microtransactions. Yeah. A lot of them. The, the issue that I have with this is mostly with the greater rift keys at the end game or whatever. Say a rift is really hard. Um, will or you were you're just not you're grinding out rifts for free, and then someone mm -hmm. comes along and just pays ten bucks to get better augmentation stones, which drop like better things. So in Path of Exile, there's these things called maps, which are basically rifts, right? And you can get these items to augment the the map keys, and these map keys can make it so that the same type of loot drops, but the the map is easier to complete, or it makes them mm -hmm. harder, but better loot is able to drop. Uh, and what you're telling me is that these augmentations are literally going to make it so that only um, it, it's just worrisome to me because you're saying that these augmentations are only going to be purchasable or possibly be given to you through the free battle pass here and there or whatever. And that's going to yep. explode how fast you can gear a character or even progress on the leaderboards. And that's my issue. That's my biggest concern yeah. right now. If, yeah, so, like, there are actually leaderboards, right? Like, ladder boards mm -hmm. where you can, like, race to the top. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can definitely see that being an issue. Like, if it affects, like, some sort of standing, yeah, it could be really, really bad. Um, I'm fine with microtransactions when it comes to cosmetics. Like, go, go ham. Right. Um, but, like, when it changes the gameplay... When it changes the fundamental aspect of the game, this game is all about looting, right? Right. This game is all about like finding that like perfect piece of gear. Mm -hmm. And when you dump extra money into it in order to like affect your chances or to just like make that process faster, it it clashes with the idea of the game. It clashes with like what this the spirit of the game is supposed to be. Right. And I I have a real like problem with that because it no longer is a game you know it's more right. like you know just if you can put money into it you'll just get this like sort of like certificate that says hey you you've, you've maxed everything right i um, mean it's not it's not even that too it's like I, I wouldn't obviously want it to be like you just buy you buy the gear and you get it but it kind of is annoying that it's like you're just buying for like a better odds against the house so like say you go to Vegas and like the house is already always at like fifty five to fifty eight percent and then what if you could buy something where you're playing a slot machine it's like oh buy this for like a hundred bucks or whatever it might be uh, and it's like okay now your advantage is uh, instead of you having a forty five percent advantage you now have a forty eight percent advantage <laughs> against the house mm -hmm. like it it just feels kind of weird to me and I hope that the gr the problem is with 
any type of looter type of game is that um time investment time investment to reward right so i'm curious how this is going to be once it comes out because i will be playing this right and checking it out at least at least for the story but yeah am if i go free to play on this game and i don't buy these rift keys or these rift orbs how does that affect me when it comes to pay to win players are these rift orbs giving me a two yeah. to three times better chance or is it just a, a, a minor chance and i could eventually get the same type of gear as them or like what's the deal there and then what's the deal with say you and i are in a group and you pay for an orb but i don't pay for an orb so now we can't play together in that same lobby because you paid and i didn't you know what i mean because obviously that can't happen so it's gonna just gatekeep a lot of that's my biggest concern honestly is this like how is this gonna affect loot drops yeah i also have another concern too like if you were doing like greater rifts or something like that what happens if it's paywalled like say you can only do a specific amount per day they said in their technical video which is about six minutes long that they will not have any type of timers okay there'll be no type of timers or energy where you have to wait 30 minutes or 12 hours to to get you know to get access to something again so that's not possible mm, that's okay that's something then so then what happens so then now we just talk about botting basically right <laughs> like people are gonna bot this game obviously so but absolutely like it yeah you just know that it's gonna happen like there is there's absolutely nothing that'll stop people from trying to bot this game yeah so i don't know the game i'm not especially hyped for it you know what i mean i'll definitely check it out more for the memes than anything but i mean it's mm -hmm. gonna be on my phone i play i mean shocker i play phone games mostly on my stream so i'm not opposed to phone games per se but you know we'll see how it goes i think it'll be an okay game but you know i'm not holding my breath to like make it a game i'm gonna you know last for a really long time or something you know mm -hmm. yeah i mean i'll check it out too it's just some it's i i, I love i love diablo mm. so like Same. i'm gonna at least give it a shot you know and just like play it and see how it, how it goes um but yeah i uh, i don't know how long i'll play i definitely will be like a free-to-play player I, I definitely don't think i'll put any money into this no yeah for sure for sure um but yeah moving on from boomerant about diablo and seeing how that goes once again like we can't really cover those games because uh, we haven't played them yet so once we play them we'll definitely yeah. come back to those topics as well i don't want to like crap on something you know what i mean yeah i, re I really want to like play it and like get an actual feel for it before i go give like <laughs> a, a boomer rant about it right exactly exactly so um I kind of wanted to just kind of um, talk about this last thing, which is, I think, one of the most ridiculous things um, that has happened on Twitch in recent years or whatever. But, um, yeah, so this week a uh, post came out or whatever, or a topic came out um, with a bunch of stuff during a, a Creator Camp thing. If you guys aren't following the Creator Camp channel, you're missing out on a lot of good memes and also a lot of good updates. Once again, Twitch stream it on your main twitch twitch.tv slash twitch don't stream it to this thing that has thirty thousand followers it's kind of ridiculous at this point um they held another town hall to update the hateful speech and conduct type of stuff and i'm kind of just going to go through the whole timeline because a lot of stuff has updated since this first came out but initially a spokesperson said that um that people can no longer call others simp incel and virgin because these are now against tos along with any emotes relating to the term simp, incel, or virgin. Um, they said that um, they said that these words in general at first, so this was at first, 
They said, in mm -hmm. general, using these words in any type of context are just hateful. And the VOD's been nuked. <laughs> but at the time, they, they, this is what caused the initial outcry. They lumped these terms with racial terms. Like the N-word or Asian slurs or black slurs or whatever it might be. Right? They said mm -hmm. that simp, incel, and virgin were on par with racial slurs. Um, which is what got people pretty pissed. Um, they then clarified this and said that um, this statement was taken out of context, but they said stating that using these terms on their own wouldn't lead to an enforcement, which means a timeout or ban, but they would take action if they were used repeatedly in a harassing manner. They said, we will take action against the use of the term simp, incel, or virgin specifically when they are being used to negatively refer to another person's sexual practices. Using these terms on their own wouldn't lead to an enforcement, but we would take action if they were used repeatedly in a harassing manner. We deny emotes related to these terms and take them down as they are reported to us. We have stricter policy on emotes overall. So it was kind of like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Um, we get it or whatever. Like that makes sense. Like, you know, it's fine. Um, they then had like a bunch of other updates, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, they, they held an internal meeting Twitch called the negative reaction to simp incel virgin as the community misunderstanding and COO Sarah Clemens called out people directly for misinterpreting, interpreting it. Um, then Emmett Shear and what may be the most on point thing he said all year said, I think people understood, but they don't trust us. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it, Emmett. Um, so I kind of just wanted to go over this and just kind of talk about the harassment and hateful conduct on Twitch again. Um, this was really confusing. I, I don't understand, in my opinion, why Twitch would specifically mention these type of words or whatever. Um, because mm -hmm. their policy in general is that you shouldn't be making derogatory or hateful things to anybody, right? So, I mean, the examples that I've seen across the internet and from friends or whatever is like, if I sarcastically called you pixel smart, but I meant it in a way that actually was sarcastic and meant that you were an idiot, <laughs> I mm -hmm. could get banned for that, right? So I don't understand why. So if I was like, oh, pixel, you're so smart. You're the smartest guy I know. And I was like, clearly sarcastic. It's like, just because I'm using the word smart, which isn't, mm -hmm. you know, technically a negative term i'm using it in a way to harass or bully or hurt your feelings right so in that way i could get banned for that i understand that i get that so it's just weird that they would specifically mention these three terms when it didn't really change anything with the tos so i don't think they should have even mentioned this they should have just kind of stuck to what they were saying don't direct hate towards other people that's it so it just seemed like it was right. just a really weird bad pr nightmare in my opinion it really was because like it all started because of something that Sarah Clemens said during that that mm -hmm. show that whatever whatever it was creator camp or yeah, something I like that. Know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I think I think what happened is that it just kind of blew into like it, it just blew out of proportion because mm. like I think she was giving like specific examples of mm. of harassment in use and when she said the word simp like it, it created this sort of like i don't know backlash online which where people started thinking like okay she's using this word now we can no longer use it right um because i'm i'm, I'm looking at the terms of service and they the those words are no longer specifically mentioned right in there to be fair so, this apparently goes into effect january 21st i just want to throw this out for people so we might see that change yes. on january 21st but we'll see right yeah yeah 
so you know subject to change like you know during all of this but i think it just it's something that like twitch as a community latch onto and we can just kind of like meme about because like this is something that we've been using like this word has been tossed around for so for for so long now Mm. and it's used as like casual banter it's like you know it's it's even it's it's used completely ironically in a lot of Mm. um cases um but it's something that's memeable. It's something that you can just lash onto and just kind of like repeat and just kind of like poke fun at, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 you know higher ups at Twitch, um, and it's less, and it's just like I don't know. I, it it kind of feels weird. I, I hate to be like you know the person that like that's sort of defending Twitch here, but like mm-hmm. I really think that they just really spoke about like a specific like case, like you know just an example. Mm-hmm. But then that example went like and turned into this thing where people thought that it was like a blanket ban on certain words. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't think they were perfect or anything, but I th- I do think that, you know, they didn't really intend on banning certain words like that. Right. Now there are, there are blanket bans on certain, certain terms, you know, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think, I don't think, simp and cell version i don't think those are it i don't think those were um specifically targeted in any way i i just think they need a better in my opinion with you know with this whole thing i just think they need a better pr team you know what i mean like because when i initially watched the first clip and watched the vod after that the way they worded it and the way they talked about it did seem like they were specifically taught saying you cannot ta- say simp incel or virgin anymore or you will in any manner or you will get banned because the way that they worded it was they lumped it in a category of like it's like saying a racial slur for minorities or mm-hmm. something you know what i mean and it's like come on like i feel like they just need a better pr team and a better marketing team to explain these things better you know what i mean because my example i gave before is kind of what they were saying is is what they meant right so what they meant is like, you can still say dumb or idiot, but once you direct that to another content creator or another person and actually mean it with malicious intent, then it's not okay. Which is like, okay, fine, I get that. So it just baffles mm-hmm. me why they even brought it up in the first place and even used like specific words as examples. They should have just like kind of said like, you know, in general, you shouldn't be using words, even if they're memeable, to target mm-hmm. certain people. End of story, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it also helps and I don't want to name any names here, but one of the people that was heading up this content creator thing or who has been heading up this content creator thing also posted the thing, which we didn't really talk about last week about blind playthrough where they got rid of the tag blind playthrough because uh, to encourage, they got rid of, they removed the term blind playthrough tag to encourage more inclusive language for our community. So that had a lot of backlash too. I think the funniest thing with that was like, get rid of the term speed run because I can't run (laughs) and I'm a fat American. Um, There's a lot of stuff like that. You know what I mean? Get rid of ASMR because I can't hear. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm deaf. You know what I mean? And so I think that also kind of had something to do with it. But overall, I just think that I don't even care about like if Simper Incel is banned or virgin and I not like I use those terms in my daily life or on my co- on my stream anyway, unless I'm talking mm-hmm. about it in this type of manner, but man, yeah. they just need a better marketing team, dude. Like they just need a better PR team or something to explain these things better to people, especially just yeah, with the reputation I, that Twitch has had in the last year has been really bad. 
yeah so like there's a couple things going on here i think mm -hmm. that like twitch is becoming a company that has to be like very very squeaky clean for its advertisers mm -hmm. and the people that they work with its partners everything like it can no longer be this company that like allows this sort of like you know uh, we call it banter but i think they see it more as like you know attacks on other creators on basically it's like uh own uh you know it, it's its own creators you know it, it's people that represent twitch mm. so they can't really have all of these people attacking each other and saying all of these things in a public sense right um it just it's really bad for business it's really bad for marketing it's all that kind of stuff mm. so i don't think we can really do that much uh we can't really do that anymore and right. yes i agree with you like it can't um they they really need a better pr team someone who can actually like speak about these things in specific terms using specific language i mean just hire me i explained it perfectly like I, even i can do it <laughs> like it's not that hard you know what I, mean? I don't i don't know what they're doing over there sometimes i really like, don't it's weird here here's the thing though I, I i really think that twitch chat and like just the community in general we're very good at picking apart people's arguments and we're very good at picking apart people's language and turning it on themselves yeah welcome to the internet <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so that's what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's like so you need someone who's actually like good at creating like a bulletproof list of like stuff of, mm -hmm. of legal jargon or what have you rules terms of service whatever and knows the internet and knows the community well enough that whatever they say can't be argued against mm -hmm. or can't be picked apart because that's what's happening they're mm -hmm. taking whatever they say maybe out of context, maybe just like picking apart specific language and just like turning it on them, you know? Right. And yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's something that I've noticed constantly, like, like over and over and over again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think also, you know, what, uh, what Emmett Shear said too, as well is like really, really true where it's also just the fact that like, we don't really trust Twitch at all. Um, I don't, Twitch could, We've, we've said this num, num, a numerous amount of times. Uh, we said this when IRL split up. We've said this with every single type of re re restatement that they've ever said about the new TOS, about this or that, about enforcing moderation, safety administration, context matters. We said this a hundred times. It isn't at this point. I don't care what Twitch says to me, right? They could, for all they care, say that simp and incel are banned right or virgins band right and yeah and when i first saw this post talking about this and people were actually getting overwhelmed at it you know the first thing i thought was the first thing i immediately thought saw when i saw you can no longer say simp incel or virgin or banned on this platform immediately the first thing i thought was why are people getting so mad about it do they actually do do these people actually think twitch is even going to enforce this rule because I don't, tr I don't trust Twitch to enforce their own rules that they're making up. And that was the thing that baffled me about this whole thing about people getting pissed off about this. Where they said, <laughs> oh no, I can no longer say simp anymore? Like, what the hell, Twitch? Realistically, if Twitch didn't did say that is now a rule, starting today, do you really think Twitch is going to enforce that? Let's be real here. No. I really don't. I really don't. 
I really don't think it. I, I really don't think it will be enforced. There's people that I we ban all the time in my chat and other chats I moderate for who say the n-word who have VPNs that continue to do it. Those people aren't mm -hmm. permanently banned and haven't been punished for it, right? Um, maybe they'll be inconsistent and ban smaller streamers for it, but bigger streamers won't get hit, right? Like I just don't trust what Twitch says to me. Show me an action mm -hmm. and not with words at this point. Like show me, don't tell me at this point with Twitch. That's how I feel about the whole situation, just yeah. in general I with any of their rulings. I think this was going to be more inconsistent than anything. Like, they may, like, punish a few here and there, and probably mostly creators. You're going to see, like, mostly just, like, the partners and the affiliates. Yeah, for um, sure. Getting punished because of this. Not your average, like, Twitch viewer. They couldn't care less. It's the people that are bringing in money for Twitch. Right. It's it's those are those are the ones that are going to be hit by this. Um, so, is if this is really, I think it's really just targeted at them. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're very public about this and, you know, you, you are harassing others and saying, you know, all these words and stuff like that, sure, I think you probably will. Um, oh, no, for sure. I think extreme cases, not even extreme cases, but there's clearly someone who's on their stream actually pissed off being saying these type of words. Yeah, I for sure think Twitch will ban them. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying the way mm -hmm. that, like, the communities reacted, like, we're like, we're like... And people are memeing it, obviously, right? But it's like, if, you know, like, if pe people took it as, like, if I myself right now say simp, like, oh, snaps, I could be a seven-day band right now. Hopefully Twitch snaps not in the chat. Like, do you really right. think Twitch is really going to even enforce that? Like, I don't think so. Like, maybe if it's a very extreme type of measure, extreme case, yeah, they're oh, obviously yeah. going to enforce it. But generally, when people are, like, pissed off about it, like, what, I can't say simp anymore? I can't say insult? Like, do you really think Twitch is going to enforce these type of rules? Like, they didn't enforce the context matters rule. <laughs> like, they haven't enforced, like, a lot of stuff in the past. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't really, I, I think, like, Emmett Shear is self-aware, which is good. But I think, like, you know, he hit the nail on the head. We don't really trust Twitch anymore in general with their enforcement policies. That's just kind of how it is for yeah. me. You know, and so yeah, seeing people like actually pissed off about it and kind of like uprising about it was kind of funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, I don't know, like Twitch is in one of those positions where it's like you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. Yeah. Like, I, like I, don't, I don't see how Twitch can actually win in this case. You yeah. Know, like whatever they say, the community is going to be against them. Um, just like because of what Emmett said. Yeah, I mean, we just go ham. Trust them it was right. Yeah, I mean, just go or, ham, in my opinion. I'd rather them go super extreme than to just be kind of loosey-goosey at this point, honestly. Like, if I can't... add, like, a filter, just, like, saying, just flat out. Filter out these words, you'll never see them in chat. Not even, like, Nightbot will see them. Yeah, sure. I don't care. I mean, at least it's more consistent what's happening now. It's more mm -hmm. it's more consistent than I can say simp and insult right now, but two days from now, if I say it on a stream, I might get banned if I'm saying it in the same context, right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that to be honest <laughs> you know what i mean at least at least put some consistency down like the only reason why dmc was taken seriously and people were afraid of dmca was because really it wasn't twitch it was an outside source controlling that and twitch had to bend to its will that's the only reason why people took dmca seriously because you can right. actually get in trouble for it and that's fine you know what i mean mm -hmm. but that wasn't any of twitch doing they had to bend to other people's ruling <laughs> So right, right. I don't know. Just take up the mantle, Twitch. Do you know? Do if you're gonna ban simp or if you're gonna ban hateful speech, then actually go full ham and do it, or don't do it at all. It, it, this loosey goosey stuff for me, I don't like personally. That's just my opinion, though. I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for that, but yeah.
<laughs> yeah, I think um cuz you're cuz like you said with the internet, people are going to twist things and people are going to like mess with things. You know what I mean? Like I've said this yeah, arg- I've said this argument this I've said this argument before, right? But it's like I took a DNA test for example, right? And like in my DNA test, it says that I am like oh 10% this or 5% this. So if I start saying certain racial slurs, right? Not like the common ones that you think of, but other racial slurs. Am I allowed to say it and then be like, yo, I can say it. I have like 5% or 10% or 15% or 20% of this. I'm allowed to say it. Like, no, obviously I shouldn't say it in general, right? Um, but, you know, people are going to find loopholes if you don't start enforcing these rules like tight, tightly. That's just my opinion. You know what I mean? And that's just going to cause loosey goosiness. So just enforce it. <laughs> You know, that's just my opinion, so, though. Twitch is in this like kind of really, really difficult position because like what they've done is they put the the onus of like, you know, discovering whether this is, um, you know, just witty banter or it's actual harassment mm-hmm. because they have to go in and they have to actually read the context. Right. So they, they put that 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 pressure on themselves to provide like all of this evidence and all these things and judge accordingly. Mm. And when you do that, you're, you're creating so much incredible like amounts of work for yourself mm-hmm. in order to like actually judge this. It becomes easier just to like blanket ban words. Yeah. Um. So I don't know why they would actually just go for this. Like if the the whole goal was like you know turn this platform into something that's very very like easily marketable and just mm-hmm. like sellable to like other companies, uh, making it super squeaky clean. Like you might as well. You know? Yeah. And once again, I want to say I'm not really for that idea. I'm just saying that like what they're doing right now just doesn't work and it's pissing off people even more. So I don't know why it seems like they're doubling down on this like context matters thing, blah, 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 blah. When it really, when it's shown in the past, it kind of doesn't to them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just a weird situation. Like, you know what I mean? I, I think it just gets into that idea that like, you know, this is this this is an american company and you know freedom of speech is a very very big part of it it's just mm. like you know we want to be able to like express opinions and you know not have a lot of them squashed so right. i think part of that is that but like i don't know it's, it's like this weird like middle ground where they kind of want to have their cake and eat it too yeah no i i i understand it's just kind of frustrating for me that's like something has to change but it, it's an interesting thing we'll see it's one of those things where it's like honestly like my style of streaming i don't usually swear my personal life that like at all really right um so it's one of those things where like the terms of service stuff doesn't really apply to me like i'm not scared of it like oh no i'm being repressed or whatever right so i can understand that from like other people's perspectives it'll be interesting to see what happens on january 21st and what the new tos guidelines are and then see from there what actually happens to the platform yeah i i really i really do think it's not people just like hurt that they can't say these words anymore it's more like they just feel like um they don't they have don't the really option control. to <laughs> yeah and they're losing control of that i guess yeah or or they want to be like they just want to be trolls you know what they, mm. they they're, yeah. they're trying to troll twitch and say like oh you're wrong here like this is what you actually mean yeah or it's like oh is is this what you mean it's like it's like kind of um jabbing back at twitch for yeah. you know um for like a technicality you know? Yeah, and I mean, you already saw, like, not to that extent, but I mean, like, people are in my chat saying, like, shrimp, imp, like, oh, is yeah. that a gimbal? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like saying things to, like, replace simp with. So, I mean, yeah, I get it, but. Um, yeah, yeah, we're always going to find ways around it. And just, oh, yeah. Like, you know, poke poke a bull in the eye with a stick. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyway, I don't want to keep going on this boomerang because I feel like we're actually going to get banned or whatever, but uh, <laughs> I'm ready for the emails and the Twitter DMs again, so uh, come at me, I guess. But that's just kind of my opinion on it. Like, just, you know, to wrap up my TLDR, it's like the way you're doing things or enforcing things isn't going to work, so why not just full send it? But that's just kind of that's just kind of my opinion, right? Um, yeah, but yeah. but yeah, um, I don't know. It, it seems kind of ridiculous. Uh, Twitch get better marketing team. Twitch get a better PR team. Um, that's basically about it. For <laughs> me. But anyway, I think that's gonna call it for tonight. I actually need to head off in a little bit here because car buying purchase pog, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we need to edit and upload this episode. And uh, my dog is getting a little antsy for some reason again, so I'm gonna go see what's wrong with her. But I think this is a good time to end it. We covered a lot of stuff this week. A lot of stuff happened. Um, Once again, check out the music. Second album coming out soon. Also have a great holidays, a great Christmas. Uh, I'm probably going to be streaming this week anyway, since there's not much going on over here and we're in lockdown. But, uh, you know, go check. Go uh, have good holidays, you know. Uh, Maybe you and I can play games or something on stream. We'll figure something out for Christmas. I don't think I'm going to do anything that special, but we'll see. Also, go check out Stardew Valley. The new update came out. I've been playing it all day. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty sick. But anyway, uh, I think that's going to be it for us from No Content. Have a good and safe holidays. Be responsible if you are going out. If you're not going out, then uh, have fun hanging out and chilling. And, uh, yeah, I think until next week. I think so. uh, I kind of wanted to talk about this before, but if you're at the end of this episode, I appreciate it because we always have some type of, like, one last thing. (laughs) But um, next week we are going to be going over, I think, the year of Twitch and try to keep it as positive as possible. It's going to be really hard to, but I think we're going to kind of go over a year in review of Twitch. I kind of want to go from like the good, the bad, the ugly, because a lot of good has happened this year. A lot of bad has happened. A lot of ugly has happened on this platform, but uh, next week we're going to be talking about it. Uh, Unfortunately, if you guys were here for last year's episode, we can't play clips on stream because most clips are gone. And also most clips probably have DMCA in them, (laughs) but uh, um, I think we'll, I think pixel and I will talk about, you know, content creators we watched this year. Uh, that we really enjoyed watching um, up and coming streamers, maybe funny moments that we, we, we can talk about and just kind of reminisce about the year, reminisce about everything that's gone on um, on Twitch and off of Twitch. So uh, definitely be there for that one. That will probably be a pretty long one as well. So, um, but yeah, yeah totally uh, until then. Sure. Yeah. Tune in for sure. But until then I will catch you guys later. Thank you guys so much for listening as always. And uh, yeah, be safe, everyone. Peace out. See you next time guys. Happy holidays. Yeah, that too. Peace.